ಈಶಾವಾಸ್ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಪರಮಾನಂದ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಭಾರತ ಸೊ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಪರಮಾನಂದ ಸೇಸ್ ದ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಮಂತ್ರ ಆಫ್ ಈಶಾವಾಸ್ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಈಶಾವಾಸ್ಯಮಿದ ಸರ್ವಂ ಯತ್ಕಿಂಚ ಜಗತ್ಯಾನ್ ಜಗತ್ ತೇನ ತ್ಯಕ್ತೇನ ಭುಂಜೀಥಾ ಮಾಗೃದ ಕಸ್ಯಸ್ವಿಧನ ಆಲ್ ದಿಸ್ ವಾಟ್ಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಕವರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ರಿನೌನ್ಸ್ಡ್ ದಿ ಅನ್ರಿಯಲ್ ಎಂಜಾಯ್ ದಿ ರಿಯಲ್ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಕವೆಟ್ ದಿ ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಆಫ್ ಎನಿ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ವಿ ಕವರ್ ಆಲ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಪರ್ಸೀವಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಪ್ರೆಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿವೇರ್ when the consciousness is firmly fixed in god the conception conception of diversity naturally drops away because the one cosmic existence shines through all things as we gain the light of wisdom we cease to cling to the unrealities of this world and we find all our joy in the realm of reality the word enjoy is also interpreted by the great commentator shankaracharya as protect <coughs> because knowledge of our true self is the greatest protector <coughs> and sustainer if we do not have this knowledge <coughs> we cannot be happy because nothing on this external plane of phenomena is permanent or dependable he who is rich in the knowledge of the self does not covet external power or possession so this is the ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ವಾ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಮಂತ್ರ ಆಫ್ ಈಶಾವಾಸ್ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಪರಮಾನಂದ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಈಶೋ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಇಸ್ಕಾನ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಭಕ್ತಿವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ ಈಶಾವಾಸ್ಯ ಮಿದಕಂ ಸರ್ವಂ ಯತ್ಕಿಂಚ ಜಗತ್ಯಾನ್ ಜಗತ್ ತೇನ ತ್ಯಕ್ತೇನ ಭುಂಜೀಥಾಮಾಗೃದಸ್ವಿಧನಂ ಈಶಾ ಬೈ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ವಾಸ್ಯಂ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ಡ್ ಇದಂ ದಿಸ್ ಸರ್ವಂ ಆಲ್ ಯತ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಕಿಂ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಚ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಜಗತ್ಯಾಂ ವಿತ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ಜಗತ್ ಆಲ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಎನಿಮಿಟ್ ಆರ್ ಇನಿಮಿಟ್ ತೇನ ಬೈ ಹಿಂ ತ್ಯಕ್ತೇನ ಸೆಟ್ ಅಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಖೋಟಾ ಭುಂಜೀತಾ ಮಸ್ಟ್ ಯು ಎಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಮಾ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಗೃಧ ಮೇಕ್ ಇಟ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಕಸ್ಯಸ್ವಿದ್ ಹೂಮ್ ಡಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಬಿಲಾಂಗ್ ಧನಂ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ನೆಸೆಸರಿ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಎನಿಮೇಟ್ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ಎನಿಮೇಟ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಓನ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಒನ್ ಶುಡ್ ದರ್ ಫೋರ್ ಎಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ದೋಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ನೆಸೆಸರಿ ಫಾರ್ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವಿಚ್ ಆರ್ ಸೆಟ್ ಅಸೈಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಕೋಟಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಒನ್ ಮಸ್ಟ್ not one must not accept other things knowing well to whom they belong <coughs> purport the vedic knowledge is infallible because it comes down through the perfect discipline succession disciplinic su- succession of spiritual masters beginning with the lord himself the vedic knowledge is received from the transcendental sac- sources and the first word was spoken by the lord himself the words spoken by the lord are called apaurusheya not delivered by any person of the mundane world 
a living being of the mundane world has four defects which are one that he must commit mistakes second he must sometimes be illusioned third he must try to cheat others and he is endowed with imperfect senses with these four principles of imperfection one cannot deliver perfect information in the matter of all pervading knowledge with the vedas are not known like that the vedic knowledge was originally imparted into the heart of brahma the first created living being and brahma in his turn disseminated the knowledge to his sons and disciples who have continued the process down through history the lord being purnam or all perfect there is no chance of his being subjected to laws of material nature while the living entities and inanimate objects are all controlled by the laws of nature and thus ultimately by the potency of the lord this isha upanishad this is a part of the yajurveda shukla yajurveda and as such it contains information as to the proprietorship of all things that exist within the universe this point is confirmed by the bhagavad gita in the 7th chapter where para and apara prakriti are discussed the elements of nature earth fire elements of nature earth fire water air sky mind intelligence and ego all belong to the inferior or material energy of the lord whereas the living being the organic energy is the superior energy the para prakriti of the lord both the prakritis or energies are emanations from the lord and ultimately he is the controller of everything that exists there is nothing in the universe which does not belong either to the para or the apara prakriti and therefore everything is under the proprietary right of the supreme being the supreme being the absolute personality of godhead being the complete person has the complete and perfect intelligence to adjust everything by his different potencies the supreme being is often compared with fire and everything organic and inorganic is compared with the heat and light of the fire the fire distributes energy in the form of heat and light and likewise the lord displays his energy in different ways and he remains the ultimate controller sustainer and dictator over everything he is full of all potencies the knower of everything the benefactor benefactor of everything and he is full of all inconceivable opulences power wealth fame beauty knowledge and renunciation that is aishwaryasya samagrasya वीरस्य यशसह श्रिय ज्ञानवैराग्योश्चण्णा भग इतीर्ण दीस् सिक्स आर् दि भगास् सो दी सिक्स प्रेसेंट इन हूम हीज कॉल्ड एस भगवान् वन शुड दर्फोर बी इंटेलिजेंट इनफ टू नो दैट एक्सेप्ट फॉर दि लॉर्ड नो वन इज दि प्रॉपरेटर ऑफ एनीथिंग वन शुड एक्सेप्ट ओनली दि things which are set aside by the lord as his quota or share the cow for example gives milk but she does not drink the milk her milk is designated as food for the human being the cow cats uh, the cow eats grass grass and straw but does not drink her own milk such is the arrangement of the lord and we should be satisfied with the things that Uh, have been very kindly set aside for us by him we should always consider to whom the things that we possess actually belong 
Take for example our dwelling house which is made of earth, wood, stone, iron, element, uh, cement and uh, so many other material things. If we think in terms of Sri Ishopanishad then we must know that we cannot produce any of the above mentioned building materials ourselves. We can simply bring them together and transform them into different shapes by our labor. A laborer cannot claim to be the proprietor of a thing just because he was worked hard to manufacture it. There is always this great quarrel between the laborers and the capitalists in present day society. The quarrel has now, now taken an international shape and the world is in danger. Men face each other in, in, uh, in enmity just like cats and dogs snarling. Sri Ishopanishad cannot give advice to the cats and dogs but it delivers the message of Godhead to man through the bona fide acharyas or holy teachers. And the human race may take this Vedic wisdom from Sri Ishopanishad uh, uh, that no one should quarrel over material possessions. One must be satisfied by whatever privileges are given to him by the mercy of the Lord. There can be no peace if the communist or the capitalist or any other party claims to be the proprietor of the resources of nature which are entirely the property of the Lord. The capitalist cannot curb down the communist simply by political maneuvering nor can the communist defeat the capitalist simply by fighting for the stolen bread. If they do not recognize the proprietorship of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then all the property which they claim to be their own is stolen and uh, therefore uh, they shall be liable to punishment by the laws of nature. The bomb is in the hands of the of both the communists and the capitalists and if both do not recognize the proprietorship of the Supreme Lord, it is sure and certain that ultimately the bomb will ruin both parties. Therefore, in order to save themselves, both must follow the instruction of Sri Ishopanishad and thus bring peace in the bring, bring peace to the world. Human beings are not meant for quarreling like cats and dogs. They must be intelligent enough to realize the importance of human life and to realize the aim of human life. The Vedic literature is meant for humanity and not for cats and dogs. Cats and dogs can kill other animals for food and for that there, there is no question of a sin on their part. But if a man kills an animal for the satisfaction of his controlled, uh, his uncontrolled taste buds, he is responsible for breaking the laws of nature and therefore he must be punished. There is a standard of life for human beings which cannot apply to the animals. The tiger uh, does not eat rice wheat or cow's milk because it has been given its quota of food stuff in the shape of animal food. There are many animals and birds who are either vegetarian or non-vegetarian but some of them, none of them transgress the laws of nature as they have been ordained by the will of the Lord. Amongst the living beings, whether animals or birds or reptiles, there is a strict adherence to the laws of nature and therefore there is no question of sin, or them, sin for them nor are the Vedic instructions meant for them. Human life alone then is a life of responsibility. It is also wrong to consider that simply by becoming a vegetarian, one can save himself from transgressing the laws of nature. Vegetables also have life. One life is meant to feed another living being and that is the law of nature. One should not be proud of being a strict vegetarian. The point is to recognize the Supreme Lord. The animals have no developed consciousness to recognize the Lord, but a human being is sufficiently intelligent to take lessons from the Vedic literature and thereby know how the laws of nature are working and derive profit out of such knowledge. 
if a man neglects the instruction of the vedic literature his life is very risky the human being is therefore required to recognize the recognize the authority of the supreme lord he must be a devotee of the lord he must offer everything to the service of the lord and partake of uh, only the remnants of the food stuff offered to the lord prasadam that will make him able to discharge his duty properly in the bhagavad gita the lord directly states that he accepts the vegetable food stuffs from the hands of a pure devotee therefore a human being should not only become a strict vegetarian but he should also be a devotee of the god and offer to the lord all his food and only then partake of the prasadam or mercy of god such a devotee can properly discharge the duty of human life those who do not do so are uh, eating only sins and thus will be subjected to the different types of distress which are the result of the various sins the root of sin is deliberate disobedience to the laws of nature through not recognizing the proprietorship of the lord disobedience to the laws of the nature or disobedience to the order of the lord will bring ruin to the human being on the other hand if one is sober and knows the laws of nature without being influenced by the unnecessary attachment or um, abhorrence he is sure to be recognized again by the lord and thus become eligible for going back to godhead back to the eternal home so this is the explanation given by sri bhakti vedanta swami prabhupada of iskam this is the explanation of first mantra of ishavasya upanishad loka samakta sukhino bhavantu sarve jana sukhino bhavantu let the peace will prevail in the whole world hare rama om tat sat shri isharpitamastu